Your partner tech stack is a mess. Partners are complaining about the number of logins they have to maintain. Leads are lost to email and Slack messages that never got, quote, managed. Attribution is a joke. Finance is behind on payments. Partners don't even know when to invoice. Your tech stack is a Frankenstein, and the monster is demanding to be fed the only food it eats. Resources. Your people, your money, and your partners. Welcome to Partner Ops Partner. This week, why you need a vision for your partner experience. Listener, I owe you an apology. I've been acting on the assumption that you and I agree. Acting like we're in this little secret club together. We got these little secret high fives and uh, fancy little tokens and badges and all this because we believe in the value of partner experience. But that may not be true. So if you're new and you don't know why you need a vision for partner experience or you're just trying to understand your own thoughts about partner experience, hopefully this week is for you. We're going to talk about three things. Three reasons. They are this simple, right? Partners are customers. Partners are foundational. And partners are decisional? No, no. Decisions shouldn't be made in a vacuum. Let's back up. All right, let's go with partners or customers. Starting there, first and foremost is that partners are a form of customers. In fact, Partners are often also customers. It's a really big debate in the ops world about architecture and how do we set that up properly? And is it one account? Is it two? Does the dual architecture create headaches? Which ones do we sync to the PRM? How do we manage both? How does everybody see both? And it, Okay, you're right. Uh, executive function is telling me I need to stay on topic. Layering relationships just creates complexity and complexity requires intentional effort and thought. Let's say you have a colleague you work you work with and you like each other well enough but you only see each other at work it's fairly impersonal and then one day you see this colleague in your favorite axe throwing hangout and you get to chatting and suddenly realize you both have a deep passion for weird al yankovic specifically his polkas and his non-romantic romance songs and just like that you're dating and now you have a two-layered relationship with a colleague and things are more complex and it suddenly takes more attention and it's going to need more resources from you when you make partners out of customers or customers out of partners, you do the same thing. You layer on structure. You layer on relational complexity that needs different levels of attention. Without a vision, you have no way to manage that relationship. Without a plan that includes recognition that partners are customers, you're not valuing them appropriately. Now, partners are also foundational. To company planning. Now, this is if you're starting a company right now, you have a eventual partnership in front of you somewhere, and you should be thinking about that now, because growing from zero to hundred million is going to be hard enough in a direct-only world. You're going to have a really, really hard time doing that in the future. Getting from one hundred to five hundred million is already monumental, and it will be impossible without partners in the future. So, this means that partner experience needs to be built into your foundational planning, especially if you're a software company. Let's be really clear. If you have a software company, you do not have a services company. You do not have a customer success company. You do not have a legal company. You do not have a consulting company. You have a software company, and your software should be focused on delivering great software with partners helping support and supplement these other groups. 
Partners allow you to grow your brand and spread your economy beyond your company into their companies. It's really fascinating to see what happens and it should be a part of your foundational plan. You need to be thinking about what it looks like for partners to show up at your door, resell your software, engage with you, co-sell, co-market, learn about your product, manage licenses. This needs to be folded into the mix all from the very beginning of your architecture, both in your product and your systems. Failing to do it will create that debt that you'll be paying back in a long, long time. Now, decision-making. The last thing that I've got this week is that having a defined vision for your partner experience means you don't make decisions in a vacuum. At the very top of the article, I referenced partner tech stack and how it kind of becomes a Frankenstein and begins to eat resources alive, your people, your capital, and your partners start to fall to this giant orchestration of systems. And that's because decisions were often made in a vacuum driven by pain. Let's talk about one in particular, PRM acquisition. Now, this is a really good example. It's really easy to point to, and I don't think very many people are going to argue with me about this. PRM adoption is almost entirely driven outright at the outset by deal registration. It's typically coming from unscalable manual efforts that have reached a breaking point. It takes a long time to get the lead. We're losing visibility of the lead. We don't have good attribution of the leads. Partners are complaining about our response times. We're not even seeing some of these leads open or close because we just lose sight of them entirely in email messages and in Slack. This is a retroactive effort to get caught up to a pain because scale showed up and you weren't ready. And here's the truth. A lot of PRM platforms are very happy to sell you on deal reg alone because they have the same strategy that a lot of other companies do. Land and expand, baby. We want to get in there, get your deal reg, and then we'll start to upsell you. So they give you deal reg. You think you've bought deal reg, but you actually have a fully functional PRM with other features hanging out in the wings. Every call you're on, they're asking you questions to understand your pain points and try to upsell you and get you more engaged and more uh, dependent on their solution. That can get really annoying. They're also hitting you up on your login rates because that's the only metric they have to know if it's effective. But your login rates for a deal reg system don't matter much. If partners don't get paid unless they register the deal, how often they log in is not that much of a surprise. They're going to do it because they want to get paid. Then you go out and you buy another platform. Your marketplace team has showed up. They want to create a marketplace where you have a directory needs and you either don't know, don't realize, or realize it's not enough to use the PRM functionality. So you get a second system stood up. Those systems often can also be PRM. So maybe you've got multiple PRMs in play because they have different feature sets, different value adds. They may not speak well together. And you think it's okay, uh, you know... Um, you know, we got our budget spread across. That's fine, though. And we didn't put in SSO because at different times, it's not a big deal, right? And it's just two systems. Partners are going to manage just fine. We don't have to worry about it. We're, you know, a pretty big, uh, in terms of what we do, a big part of their solution. They're smaller partners. They'll adjust. And so you put off SSO and you think you'll do it later. But you never do because it's complicated and it's costly and it doesn't have a direct tie into revenue until you get to a certain amount of platform spend and you can figure out that. And then maybe it's efficiency uh, or time spent. So these are all just soft costs, which are soft. 
And you never said the partner experience is an inherently value-added concept. So as you get seven systems deep into your tech stack, you end up too busy and resource-strapped to really do SSO. The summary is that without a partner experience vision, you have a difficult time building a proper roadmap because it's always going to be driven by business needs, the demands of the business needs, which are always going to be driven by sales and revenue. And without a roadmap, it's difficult to carve out space to make intentional decisions that improve experience. You see, partner experience really starts with good architecture, and architecture starts from day one. You wouldn't wait to think about customer experience until you're four years in, and partners are customers, so why would you wait to think about partner experience? You wouldn't build the foundation for a mansion without thinking about what you want the management to look like, without building a solid foundation. And partners are definitively key to you getting in to the mansion. This kind of foundation means that every decision will have a purpose and a place so that you'll be ready when the people show up and it's time to scale the build fast. You know where they need to be, you know where the rooms are going to be placed, and you are ready to go. A vision for partner experience is not just responsible planning. It's actually going to become essential to attract top partners, top talent, and investors in the months and years to come. Now, you just need to figure out who owns it. Join me next week, and we'll talk about that. Until then, have a great week, and congratulations. We're back under 10 minutes.